Hello and welcome back to the Rise of the Rune Lords. It's me, DM Clinton. And we are here with the Warriors of Light, led by none other than Sabrina, playing Harper. Oh, it's me first. Hi. And Aiden plays Sarah Samser. Hello. Null is played by Connor. Hello. And Nathan plays Reeton. So, so Sabrina's the leader of the party now? Uh, sure. She's okay. the face of the party, certainly. Absolutely. Uh, the most charismatic, breaking halfling hearts all across Verissia. Can fit easily in most overhead storage compartments. Yes. Well, we are right now in uh, the Iron Peaks, just maybe a, less than a day's ride from Jorgenfist itself. The troop has been tracking giants who have raided Sandpoint, carrying off a bunch of loot and possibly some survivors. Hostages would be a better term. And uh, taking it to this fortress of stone giants. The team had just finished off a patrol, a couple of stone giants and some bears, giant dire bears. And then the team is ready to get back on the trail and head the rest of the way. You ready to take off, guys? Let's do sure. it. Sure. All right. You travel a little bit of time and you finally arrive at Jorgenfist proper. You get through a pass and enter the Valley of the Black Tower. Ooh. Yeah. And you are on the western edge. Those who are interested in local history or knowledge. You know I am. Go ahead and roll a little bit and see if you know about the Valley of the Black Tower. 25. 25. You rolled a 7 and got a 25. It's pretty good. She says this is so named for the ominous spiked edifice that stands as a lone sentinel over the valley's riverside boundary. The Valley of the Black Towers long been viewed as taboo by the stone giant tribes that dwell in and around the Iron Peaks. Their tales speak of how the magic of the ancient lords still functions within the Black Tower, and how one of the ancient lords' minions still lives beyond death inside. And the mountains give way here to a wide valley perched on the upper edge of a cliff overlooking the Mushkal River. At the western edge of the valley entrance, a lone watchtower stands upon a low hill, but this structure is overshadowed by the larger one that looms in the valley proper. Here stands a ring-shaped stone wall, 50 feet in height and surrounding several buildings, the most impressive of which is a looming black tower with blade-like crenellations that overlooks the river gorge. Within the ring, a 150-foot-tall stone spire rises, surrounded by three low buildings. Apart from the Black Tower, five smaller towers are built into the fortress wall. One of these towers is wider than the others and seems to be the only gateway into the courtyard within. There is uh, signs of life all around the tower. Various camps filled with various large humanoids. Some appear to be ogres, some stone giants, some hill. It would take a, a little more close scrutiny to determine what's going on here. Near the entrance where you guys are here to the west, a l huge stone tower, which appears to be about 50 feet high, has a humanoid figure sitting on top of it looking your direction. The river area has some caves on the side that dig into this, the rock itself, the bedrock, and uh, might be worth investigating. And then you also notice here, hop high on the edge, 
the tip of one of the mountains is a, another cave, which is uh, above a sheer cliff. All right, friends. What would you like to do first? Well, party. Well, there's a watchtower down to the southeast. Do we see anything peering around there? Yes, once again, there is a figure standing on top of a very large figure, standing on top of it, appearing to be watching the entrance to the valley. So you might have to sneak in. Do we want to do what we did last time and exploit some invisibility to close the gap? Well, I was thinking have Saris go up there, check it out, maybe gank someone if there's only one person there. The terrain of this place is high desert scrubland. So sandy ground, burnt many, many fires through here, sagebrush, scrawny sagebrush, and rock. So that's very barren. No cover is what you tell me. And this is, I assume, sometime in the daytime? It is, let's see, uh, probably 4 p.m. It took you most of the day to get through the pass. We don't necessarily need to go right now, do we? Do we want to wait until we have some some nightfall? That's what I was thinking, and then have Saris use uh, shadows to walk up there. Use the evening? Yeah. Okay. All right, so the party waits just on the other side of the rise, out of sight of this sentinel. And then Sarah sneaks off into the cover of darkness once the light has dimmed sufficiently. All right, so you approach this tower. Despite being only two stories, this stone watchtower's proportions are immense. Scaled for humans, it could contain up to five floors. But the 16-foot-tall door at the tower's base indicates that the beings that use it are anything but human. Around, milling about, almost zombie-like, are patrolling two hill giants with strange runes etched into its chest and arms and forehead. And at the top is a very, not large, but huge giant female. The boss encounter is a huge, giant female. So... You see this very large, blue-skinned, red-haired giant. She is larger than any giant you've seen so far. Bigger than a hill, bigger than a stone. Can I make a knowledge check to know what kind of giant? Well, you'd have to get much closer than you are. And the finest details to determine who she is or what she might be is now obscured. I'm just giving you some basic descriptions. All right, let's, let's do some sneaking about... 29. Plus 29? Yep, plus 29. All right, let's just do some. Oh. There are a couple of large bonfires continually being stoked by these zombie-like hill giants that roam aimlessly about, ever so often throwing some log that they've piled up nearby onto the fire. You say they're zombie-like. Yes, they're moving about rather mindlessly. Brain. But they're not zombies? We don't know that? Yeah, they're just... I'm just giving you a description of their motion. Okay. I see. Well, they're they're actually following very regular patrol paths around the building. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Just just their, their actual physical movement. Is sluggish, and they're slacked, and their bodies are drooped. But they look really bloated and powerful. Okay. Yeah. 
you notice that you can get pretty close and they don't seem to notice you. Okay. And uh, as soon as it gets dark and you approach, you notice that the sentinel on top has left the top area, leaves out the door and heads towards one of the camps in the eastern side of the, the, the fortress. Okay. So all that's left now are two of these strange shield giants. And you can now see that they have large runes on them that you've never seen before. Yeah. Well, is there a check to see if I recognize these runes? Yes, okay. possibly. Go ahead and roll a knowledge um, local. Uh, 24, probably not. They look almost like they're Thessalonian. Yes, this is a. these are Thessalonian runes. I would also recognize this because I speak Thessalonian. Right. So. Well, you know, sometimes Thessalonian runes can be stylized, but these are fairly clear. Uh, the large one over his belly, on right at his uh, solar plexus, is a rune of wrath. That's the most prominent one. There's something funny about it. Uh, yes, definitely a hill giant base type, but it's been changed somewhat. Okay. All I can tell you is that it's not normal. It may be augmented in some way. Perhaps those runes are doing something to it because it's it's acting very strange and its its intelligence is even less. I mean, it's almost robotic-like. Yeah, 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 I got you. And they're following a very tightly controlled pattern. You can almost see the ruts they've been making as they patrol around the building. Okay. Is there ever a point where one of them is out of sight of the other? How long do you wait? At least an hour, if not longer. Okay, you firmly establish their pattern. Yeah, yeah, well, and, and that'd be the main thing. Just enough to establish their pattern and to kind of figure out. They are equidistant opposite sides of the building as they go around. So almost never do they see each other, but it's very quickly that they come along and will stumble upon maybe two rounds, maybe one round. But you oh, can yeah. tell that they seem to move quite quickly, even though they are slouched and slump and, and kind of dragging their feet. All right. So once I have their pattern kind of memorized, I'm going to go back to the party. All right. They go around and round and round the building, and every 30 minutes, they both throw a log onto the fire. Where's the fire? The fire is to the northwest side of the building. Okay. So it's clearly visible from Jorgenfist itself. So, yes, I will sneak back to the party. Okay. You return. And I will go over um, kind of the fact that these hill giants have Thessalonian runes on them, that they seem kind of modified or augmented. There's a different giant, blue skin, red hair. I wasn't able to get too good of a look, but... Female. Yes, female. Seems like though once it got dark, she left. So I think our best bet is to go in the next night and possibly try and ambush her before she leaves. You saying the female giant is in the tower? Yes, there's the female giant in the tower. She she went somewhere back near the fortress. I'm not exactly sure where. So we could do that to ambush her right at kind of like dusk fall. Or we go in, we take out the two hill giants. It does, I don't think they'll be very visible from the actual fortress itself. So if we take out both of them really quickly and then set up an ambush for her when she comes back. Yeah. If you're feeling up for it. Before you go too much farther, I'd like perception checks from the remaining group. While she was off, you guys were watching the 
the fortress just to see what you could see. And I want to see what you guys get for your checks. I rolled a 20. That's pretty good. No, got a 27. Very good. And Harper? No good. Not paying attention. 12. A 12. Okay. Yeah, you're, you're playing on your flute a little bit and paying attention to that <laughs> more than seeing what's going on. Okay. So uh, with a 27 as the high... I'll go ahead and give you some descriptions here about what you see here at the camps. The first camp, that is, it's got a banner above, which has a roughly painted of a black fist. And it looks like there are three dozen hill giants there, oh. maybe. And you can really see there's a beady-eyed big one. Uh, he's got uh, a breastplate while the rest are in hide armor. A lot of giants just means a lot of targets for fireball. Yeah, those are all hill giants. This looks like a hill giant camp. This has a, a red shield and another banner. One of one has a banner of a red shield and another has a banner of what looks to be like a dark looking plant. If you guys have any um, knowledge nature ranks in it. I rolled a 21. It's a nightshade. Is that poisonous? So a oh, tomato. Tomato. <laughs> nightshade plants. Um, apparently two camps uh, of ogres are in the same area. And you notice that uh, there's a lot of bickering and fighting amongst themselves. And this one doesn't have a banner at all. And there are, oh, in, in the first two camps, there's well over 40 ogres in this camp here. The Nightshade and Red Shield camps. Uh, this camp here is made up of 11 female stone giants. Nice. And this one is another non-bannered camp of stone giants. It looks to me maybe two dozen. Let's see. This camp has over two dozen different stone giants, but they're in separate camps, so maybe they're separate tribes. This one has a dozen dire bears also around. This one, the camp mainly empty when you first arrived, but they trickled in from the north and they seem to be bringing in Orok and elk and megalodon and all different kinds of uh, food. And then they uh, disseminate that to the other camps, the foods. And you can see that process happening in the evening. So I have, a, I have another alternative idea to both the ideas we came up with. Mm -hmm. Why don't we just sneak by these trolls? I'm sorry, these hill giants. And just try to get into those caves by the river or that cave on that that's up there towards the east and avoid fighting altogether. Mm. From your vantage point, you can also see inside a little bit and you see a number of structures. There's a building here, a building here, yeah. a long, long building, a big spire that goes up and then a pit that goes down below. That's the killing pit. So I wonder where these go. Yeah. And who might live here? At the top, yeah. So you have river caves that might lead inside or this upper far end of the valley. You do remember that there was a creature that raided Sandpoint that got away. Oh, oh. If you're telling us to go fight a dragon, I'm ready to fight a dragon. I am ready for round two. This a bitch. Sarah's change of plan. We go and fight a dragon. All right. Yeah. So uh, everyone. I have a question. I, I have a question. What what characters are you going to roll? <laughs> uh, I was going to say, I feel like I'm just going to be a little nugget on a shish kebab with a dragon. Ah, uh, the stories you could tell of your survival, yes. though. Today is a good day to be decommissioned. 
apparently it's going to be difficult to get past them. Well, unless you go at night. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. We can get past them at night. And how are you going to scale this cliff? The Warwick will carry us one by one. <laughs> Slippers of spider climb, thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Bring up a rope. Yeah. yeah. I have a climb of 11, so. That's decent. Yeah. Harper's better at climbing now. A little bit, yeah. seven. Mm-hmm. The, the question is, do we want to go in right now, or do we want to try and prep? Well, there's not much. The, unfortunately, there's not a ton of prep we can do, because it's not like there's a village we can go to and, like, gear up. Right. So. And I'll just let you know, sneaking past this group of stone giants may involve some checks. So you'll have to do some nearby skirting, and there might be some checks involved. I just want to remind people at camp that we got a skirt by has dire bears in it. They're probably gonna smell us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you guys. So, so my idea <laughs> is we can go kill these hill giants and then go south into the river area. But if we kill these uh-huh. hill giants, then we have to go quick because this other one that was there, the other guard for the morning. She may notice that her friends are dead. Yeah. We should probably go ambush her, too. Then it brings up the thought of if no one's there to tend the fire, the fire's going to go out. Yeah. Which will also be an indication of, hey, something's a myth. Mm-hmm. We could plan our ambush for near dawn, maybe. Well, I guess that's the question. Do the bonfires go during the day as well? Apparently so. It was going when you first arrived. But it would be less visible during the day. Yeah. Yes. So how about this, though? What if we kill the hill giants? We let the fire go out. Potentially that the, the female giant will come. We can kill her. And then we go down to the caves on the bottom but there. If the fire goes out, she's going to think something's wrong. We have to think, worst case scenario, they're more strategic than we are. I mean, we could geek them and feed the fire ourselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And once Blue, I gotta think of a better name for her, when she comes back, we could try to get the sneak on her. Well, and you don't have to sleep, right? No. Yeah. Well, it's a singular building. She goes to the top. Or at least that's where she was when I was moving closer. Stairwell or maybe by the ladder or something like that. Jumper. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. And at that point, we could, honestly, we could use the bodies to feed the flames for a good while. Those hill giants are fat. Go ahead and roll a heal check. What happens when you burn fat? What happens to the flame? <laughs> I actually don't know. I rolled a 19. It, it turns really, like, black and thick. That might be an indicator that something's wrong. Well, is the smoke already pretty bad? It's normal smoke that a bonfire produces. It's kind of gray and thin. It's not heavy. Uh, these are dry pieces of wood, so it burns well. Years of casting fireball. That's not something you learn on accident. Reeton concurs with all of that with his 19 heel check. So how about we, we could kill the hill giants <laughs> and we'll have the Warwick feed the flames until morning time. Yes, if you don't get eight hours of rest a day, you will be fatigued in yeah. the morning. Mm-hmm. Or we could nap here and then try to take them out in the morning. I think it would be best for us to kill the hill giants first, but that's just my opinion. Yeah, that that and Gibeah the drop on her if possible. After that, I think going to the river and going up through those caves might be the best possibility. Will charm person work on a dragon? <laughs> no. So we can't use the dragon to our advantage. Not yet. But we can geek a dragon. I'm saying we take the hill giants out tonight. Mm-hmm. Who wants to initiate? And we all look at Saris at the same time. I can set up to try and drop one as quick as possible. 
there's maybe a six, 12 second window between, I mean, they're, they're constantly out of sight of each other, but we have maybe 12 seconds max to kill the first one that gets around in the body. As long as they keep on walking in that exact path that they've been walking, maybe six to 12 seconds is all we need. Yeah. And, and that, that is what it seems like. I mean, they, they almost seem kind of mindless obeying orders. Like I could position myself that I could do a charge when the second one comes up and just charge right into that one, the second one. Yeah. Uh-huh. Let, uh, let's have Saris get some, some distance ahead. We'll follow shortly behind. But I, I, I think going for melee, just trying to get in and do as much damage as possible. So this sure. is uh, shortly after Saris has returned and you've talked and now you're going to head straight back or are you going to wait some time? So. I, I was gonna say we could just wait until tomorrow like they don't seem early. to notice us yeah they don't seem to notice us here we could wait till tomorrow night uh rest up make sure we're all at 100 percent hp make sure my rage is reset ah uh, uh. because you did have a fight earlier in the day with those uh stone giants mm-hmm. i guess i'd rather have all my spells if you go to rest now there will be plenty of time in the morning probably two through yeah let's go two hours before daybreak okay okay so that, that's the plan okay sir you find a nice little niche out of the way and uh don't create a fire this this evening the wind uh about halfway through the night starts to pick up and it becomes a strong wind throughout the entire area so ranged attacks will be at minus two and wind affected skills will be at minus two wind affected skills are things like um Flying. Fly, yes, flying and fire-based stuff. And Okay, give me a, like a, a movement order. Who will be in front? And Saris. Saris in front. Saris, me, Reet, and Harps. Mm-hmm. So I, I guess the question is, do we want to... Well, I'm definitely going to want to be invisible before I get there. And I'll be the one to initiate. But mm-hmm. should we also make all of you guys invisible? I don't think so. My idea is this. For me, at least. I want to stay 70 feet away from that giant. That way I can set up a charge. I can move 80 feet and charge. That's my idea. Okay. So they have no chance of seeing. Uh, because of the weather, uh, the wind speed is about 30 miles an hour. Wow. Oh, damn. The temperature is currently uh, 41. So it has a wind, twil- wind chill of 20. So it feels very cold. Are you going to be okay, Harper? It doesn't bother me at all, but fair enough. I should be fine. Okay. All right. Yeah. So assuming I get invisibility. Yep. And I'll be invisible. I will get to the point where. First of all, as you are bundling up and trying to. uh, Those that can take six points or less non lethal damage, no problem. Like, what's your cold resistance, Saris? Oh, so you have a chance. Okay. So. All unprotected characters, and all of you are unprotected because I don't think you have. Wait, wait! I thought Harper had some item. Does she have boots? I had gotten those boots. Yeah. The cold boots. Okay. Yeah. That'll protect you. So everybody else has to make a fortitude check. Oh man, a fortitude check. Yes. DC fifteen. I rolled a thirty-one. Okay. So Reeton's not affected. Anyone else? Okay. Cool. Nineteen. Okay, you made it. Next. I'm fine. You're fine. Okay. Everybody's fine? All right. That's good for this hour. All right. I'll, I'll be ambushing them once they get on this side, the opposite side of your fist. Right. Okay, no problem. Are we going to have bardic performance, though? Yes. Okay. So the bardic performance will be the signal that the attack is beginning. 
Yes. Yeah. Okay. So as soon as I hear that first note, it's stab, 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 stab. Okay. So you all set yourself up. You're ready to go. The giants are in their primary positions because they're just not deviating. They don't seem to notice you. The wind prevents them from hearing you properly. It all is a perfect storm. Everyone roll initiative. I rolled an 11. Got a 23. Uh, an 18. Eight. All right. And the giants are rolling. Null is first with a 23. Ceres with an 18. One of these rune slaves are 13. Reeton is an 11. Another rune slave for a 10. And then Harper with an 8. It is round zero. So we're in partial rounds. All right. Okay. Null, you're first. You delay for Harper to go. I guess everyone will delay until after Harper. So thinking about it, it wouldn't make sense for the actual Bardic performance to go off. Because I guess it would be assumed her having to like wait for him to get to the right point. But since she's also waiting for me to get in position, it's easier for me just to initiate. Okay. So start off with the stab. As soon as she sees me appear, then the performance would start and everyone would go. So. Okay, so no, what do you do? I'll do a move action. Okay. Do that, then pass. So, all right. All right, Saris, you're next. You're in position. Right. And attack. Agile Raper, 28 to hit, flat-footed. Okay. AC of this creature, flat-footed, is 22. So 11 points of regular damage and 18 points of attack. All right. You stab it quite well with your rapier. Okay. So 29. The creature howls in pain. The northern hill giant is alerted, but can't act. Uh, Reeton. Can I charge him? Yes. He's still flat-footed. Well, wait. So we only have a standard action because this is a surprise round. Correct. Oh, and I'm 70 feet away. Then I'm going to ready a charge for when he gets within 40 feet of me. Roger that. There we go. A readied action. Okay, well, that's fine. The northern hill giant can't act, and the southern hill giant can't act either. It's caught by surprise. Harper. Initiating verdict performance. Okay. I'm looking to stealth along the edge of the hills there. Is that... There'd be enough boulders and fallen logs for you to find something to hide behind. Okay. Certainly. So stealth... Probably as far as you want to move, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So from cover to cover. I don't have a problem with that. Woo! 35. Not bad. All right, Harper. You... is it a standard action to start your song? Start it is, and to maintain it is not. Okay, so it, your standard action this round would be to start the song but not move. Okay, all right. It is now round one. Null, you can now act. You are 65 feet away from the northern hill giant. Oh, 65 feet, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's okay, okay, okay. I was going to charge him. However, I'm conveniently five feet away. All right, you're 60 feet away. Okay. Let's just, let's, just, let's just give it to you. Charge and attack. Okay, roger that. 22 to hit. I think that hits exactly. Is that with Inspire Courage? No, that's not with Inspire Courage. Uh, six points if that does hit. All right, now Null is base to base with the, the rune slave. All right, Saris, you're next. All right, this thing's still flat-footed. I'm pulling my rapier out, and I am just going to town, just chopping and okay. stabbing. First stab, natural one for 13. Oh, uh, does it confirm? No. I got a 28 on that second pull. So you did, okay, so it just is a miss, all right? Yes. 
Okay, uh, second, so offhanded short sword. I critical threatened with a 31. Okay, that hits. And I'd like to pull a sneak attack card. Okay, did you did you confirm? I got a 29 to confirm. Aha, uh-huh. and so you'd yes. like to pull and a card? Times two, so I only get one card. Okay, it's the top card. Slashing. Slashing. Throat slash does normal damage and two dice six bleed. The target cannot talk or breathe while bleeding. So that first hit with the short sword does nine damage plus 12 sneak attack damage. Okay. And then second attack with the rapier, 13 to hit. 13 misses. All right, and then last attack with the short sword is a nine to hit. Yeah, that misses. Okay. Well, you got a bleed off. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. I was hoping to at least hit two of those. I know it. This is going to really suck, guys. What are you making next? <laughs> um, I don't know yet. The Hell Giant Rune Slave. Once per day is a swift action, a Rune Slave can gain the benefits of the spell Haste for six rounds. So it, it goes, Rah! and its runes glow. Is that a supernatural or is that a spell like? It's a supernatural ability. So no attacks of opportunity. Using the ability forces this giant to make an additional fortitude save against its arcane decay, even if it has already made its weekly save against this particular problem that it has. So, fortitude save. It has to make immediately. Oh, I got a natural 20, so 31. At least that's what he wastes his first natural 20 on. (laughs) That's it. Okay. So, it is hasted. What does haste do for the audience? Gives a plus one to attack and plus one dodge bonus to saves. And AC. Yeah, to AC, I'm sorry. And reflex saves. And grants an additional melee attack. On a full attack on, action. On a full attack, yes. He then does a full attack against Null with his great club. How great could it be? I rolled an AC of 23 and an AC of 27. Double no. Okay. So, was he the hasted one? He was. He gets an extra attack. Thank you. Thank you. AC 20. Okay. Next is Reeton. All right. I am going to charge that one that the Warwick just charged. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to do it with rage activated uh, (laughs) for lesser. The Wood Weir? The Weirwood. Weirwood? The Weirwood. Weirwick. I hate all of you. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, rage. Lesser is going to be fire. Yes, the werewolf. Do you want to... I mean, not that I don't appreciate you helping me. Do you maybe want to help our rogue instead? Nah. Uh, I can't charge that one. Right. Uh, So I'm going to do... Yes. I'm going to do rage. Lesser is going to be fire. My normal is going to be acid. I Mm -hmm. am going to... Power attack, charging, giant slayer, inspire courage is all done. For my headband of havoc, it's going to be on my regenerative vigor if I happen to use that. And <laughs> is there anything one, else? one power attack. Oh, power attack, okay. 36. Bam! Does that hit? Oh yeah. For 28 points of damage. Plus 2d6 or 1d6 for fire mm-hmm. of three. 1d6 of acid for 6 points of damage. That's 9. And then 2d6 for my charge, which is another 11. 
I rolled really well on those. You did great. Really unusual for you, Eat. What's going on? I know. <laughs> Bam! 28, 48. 31, 37 plus 11, so third, uh, 48 points of damage. That's a lot of damage. The Hill Giant Runeslave takes it with a uh, dumb look of cross-eyed slobber, looks down at you as if it's mindlessly taking the damage. Cool. The one in the south also becomes hasted. He uh, is affected by bleed, three points, and begins to full attack Saris. Wait, does he also need to make his fortitude save? Yes, he does. Twelve fails. Nice. Did he roll one? Arcane Decay. The symbols etched upon a rune slave's body put great stress on its physical form, choking its mind and ultimately killing the giant in time. Each rune slave has a predominant rune associated with one school of magic inscribed on its body. In this case, it's wrath. Okay, the slow decay of a rune slave's mental faculties manifests as a gradual loss of life and sanity represented by the accumulation of rune-shaped scars all over the body. The disease has no additional physical or mental effect until these magical rune scars completely overwhelm their host, at which point the accumulated pain the giant has endured since becoming a rune slave is released in a fatal surge of unleashed suffering. So the failure gains another rune scar, and when the rune slave's number of rune scars equals its hit dice, it dies. Uh, okay, so that would be its first rune scar. So essentially nothing. Oh, come on. Okay, did you roll a natural one on that fortitude save? No, I rolled a four. These are relatively new rune slaves, and this is their first opportunity to actually... They haven't been up for even a week yet. All right. Okay, so I'm going to do my full round attack. So three great clubs... First attack, AC 31. Fuck, that hits. For 31 points of power attack damage. Yep. Okay. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Oh, oh, okay. Well, I'm not doing that. Okay, that's fine. Nothing special. Just power attack is the only thing I care about. Second attack, AC 18. Yes. And third attack at AC 25. Yes. All right. One's enough, right? Yeah. All right, Harper. Hiding off into the shadows, you're about... I would say 90 feet away from the battle. Yay! <laughs> exactly where you want to be, right? Tootling on your little flute. I was going to say maintaining performance. And so that's a move equivalent? I feel like it's always a jinx if I charge my hand with a spell. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that I want to make another move. So I'll just kind of scoot down the edge of that one hill that I'm standing next to. Okay. Edge and further, so one move action. Okay. So you're now uh, 20 feet closer. Yes. It's like, I wanted to do a spell, but it seems like whenever I try and use that spell, I end up having to override it. <laughs> right. So it's probably, it's a good one to, if I know I'm going to attack exactly. this round, charge it now yeah. and then move in and do your, complete your action. Okay. Round two. Null. Base to base with this rune slave. Four round attack. Yeah. I probably can't do it yet, but I'm going to take a five foot step just so I'm one step closer to flanking with Reed. Okay. Roger, Roger. All right. First attack is going to be 26. Hits. For eight points of damage. Bites deeply. Second I'll attack for 25. Hits again. For nine points of damage. Even deeper. All right. Turn over. Turn over. Saris. All right. Are there shadows within 10 feet of me? I mean, it's nighttime, right? It, yeah, you're in darkness now. Perfect. So I'm going to stab him once 
mm -hmm. the chest, and then I'm going to stealth. All right. 28 to hit. Hits. Nine points of damage. Okay. He's obviously not flat-footed, so I don't nope. get that juicy two sixes for 26 points of sneak attack damage. Nope. Nope. I know. Just blame me. It's okay. Honestly, I should have stealth first then attacked. Uh-huh. Yeah. So you disappear into the shadows right in front of its mindless, barely functioning brain cannot comprehend that you just disappeared. Do I roll that stealth check, Clint? I'm no, I want to roll it. You, I want to roll it. I know you do. 29 bonus? Yep. Okay. Does it seem like he sees me? He's grunts in bewilderment as you disappear in front of him. All right. The rune slave to the north doesn't put together that the bugbear might be a softer target. It started attacking Null and will finish attacking Null. Three attacks with a great club. The first attack, AC 34. It's for 23 points. Ouch. Second attack, AC 13, which obviously misses. Mm -hmm. And AC 30 for the third. Hits. For 29. I take my damage. Why does it hit? Uh, I'm currently encumbered. Ah. Oh, okay. Because we got paid in copper last time. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh, the jingle of the coin in the sack is throwing your balance off and it smacks you. <laughs> All right, Reeton. All right, I'm going to take a five foot step down. Mm hmm. You are now flanking. Yeah. And then I am going to. I'm going to activate Reckless Abandon. Okay. Keep Giant Slayer. I'm going to do a full round attack with power attack. See how it goes. Does a 43 hit. <laughs> yes. It looks like a threat and to that's, me. Yeah, that's a critical threat. Uh -huh. And that is, does a 41 confirm? Yes. Would you like to draw a card? No. No. Okay. That would be 65 points of damage. Yep, 65. Okay. The creature drops. Okay. <laughs> and in fact, how would you like to defeat this creature? I want to cut off the runes from his body. Well, all right. <laughs> you step to the side so he has a side profile and you slice down the front of him on the side of him and you chop him in half sideways. So the front half falls away from the back half. That works. I just want to know, would a 23 have hit? Yes. I would have done so much damage. He's at negative 43 as it is. I know, but I would have done another 70 points of damage. Yeah, you, you definitely hit like a giant. Yeah. So the thing is utterly mm -hmm. destroyed. Yeah, you didn't even factor in elemental damage. Nope, no. didn't even need it. No. It sizzles and burns. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay, Harper. Okay, so I am going to edge more directly towards the tower, just so I'm like centralized to everybody. Okay, you're about 30 feet from the building. Okay. The fire is near the entrance of the building, so maybe 10 feet. Oh, um, by the way, it is a free action to maintain. It's only the standard to start. Oh, okay. So you got two move equivalents if you so desire. Yeah. You'll be 10 feet from from the building. Itself. Yeah. Okay. So I'll approach the, the tower. All right. So bleeding first, three points. And it will attack three times with his great club at the square that he last saw an enemy. So AC 19 misses. AC 20. Misses. AC 24. Hits. But. 50-50 miss chance. 92. Hit. So that's a miss. I'm sorry. One through 50 is a hit. 
Okay, I'm, I'm, obviously I'm cool with that. Yeah, Null. Null's gonna do a move action, take uh, 30 feet closer to the last hill giant. Okay. And then as a standard action, he's gonna cast Scorching Ray. You're gonna need another 30 feet of movement before he's visible. This building is very large. In that case, I'm gonna do a full round action, getting to a point where I can see him. Okay. Yeah, full round action should get you just within sight. Right. Turn over. All right, Saris, hiding away, uh, narrowly avoiding some tree trunk smash. I am going to move around it. Still. Oh, you're moving. Okay. So that's a new stealth yes. check. How far are you moving? Um, I will take a full round action to move through. Okay, so no penalties. All right. I ain't giving you the chance. I want one. I know you do. That's why I'm not giving it to you. Okay. You apparently move without... It's still staring at that same spot you were in. Well, that's my turn. All right. And we're done. Reeton. I am going to move 60 feet closer i'm gonna try to get within charging yeah you definitely could charge next round perfect that all right that's my turn i'm just gonna do the move all right harper you're 10 feet from the building 10 feet additional would be required to get to the door which is 10 feet wide and 16 feet high so i'm not opening this door by myself (laughs) or i should say there is a doorway just not the door itself okay then i approach the archway Okay, you look inside and it's empty. The light from inside lights up the area dimly, but it appears empty. Okay. That is a single move? Yes. I'm just going to enter. Okay. You go inside and you see bundles of sleeping beds and other kinds of detritus and junk. It doesn't appear to be valuable. Anything set up for, like, signaling, giving warning? No. No. The only signals are a pile of brush that could be used to uh, add smoke to the bonfire. Okay. Investigate to see if there's anything a little more hidden? All right. You begin checking it out more thoroughly. There is a stairway uh, leading upward to the upper floor. Round four. The last rune slave makes its attack at the spot that Ceres was at. No. In Scorching Ray. Okay, zap it. Could I be reminded what the penalties are for the heavy wind? Minus two. Plus, he's also in dim light here. Even with my dark vision? Negatory. <laughs> Scratch that. <laughs> First is going to be a natural 20 ah. for a 38. Second is a 21 against touch. Over two... F- uh, raise, that's going to be a total of 27 damage. Ooh, it's still surviving, but barely. Not for long. I'm going to do a move action 30 feet. Try to keep it so he can't retreat to the south. Okay, two fooshes and the rocks the hill giant rune slave. It burns his side. He's got massive scarring now on his skin. Let's to be fair, to... these things are too stupid to uh, retreat. Oh, yes. Ceres. Alright, well... From the but darkness. From the darkness, I stab and stab and slash and flash. Mm-hmm. First one is against flat-footed, um, so 16 to hit. Misses. 24 to hit. Hits. Uh, five damage. Drops it. Get it. <laughs> <laughs> of course, you know, I, I, I crit threat on the uh, on the second rapier attack, but I also, yeah, you course. know, uh, crit fail on the confirm, so. Uh-huh. You kill the thing outright with those extra attacks. Yeah. Okay. okay, so cool. you kill, you just, it falls to your feet and you just finish it off. Its face and neck are full of holes, bleeding everywhere. Combat over. Well done. 
You've defeated two hill giant rune slaves. Thank you. These creatures are CR8s and 4,800 XP each. They are carrying nothing of worth. They're just threats. Cool. And we shall find out how the ambush against this uh, other giant will go next time on Rise of the Rune Lords. Say goodbye, everyone. Bye-bye now. Bye. Did it, did it do it? It didn't do it. Did it do it? Nothing's done. It did not do it, no. It's frozen. Yeah. Refresh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy.